Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You are listening to the Dope Black Moms podcast. I am joined by Seth from Homeschoolers tonight. So welcome, Seth. Thanks so much for coming to the podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. (laughs) Can I ask one thing just straight off? So your website is thehomeschoolers.co.uk. Your Instagram is thehomeschoolers3t. What's the 3t about? Okay, so the 3T is actually, um, you know, in relation to my children. So I have three children and all their names begin with T. And when they're around the house, I just refer to them as T1, T2, T3. <laughs> um, because it's easier, you know, what it's like when you've got like multiple children and you're calling each other's names. So yeah, we call them. The homeschool is 3T. 3T is just a, a thing that, you know, we, we kind of do at home. Nice. And and how did the page start then? What was the what was the inspiration for it? Okay, so the inspiration for the homeschoolers actually stemmed from the pandemic. Right. So um, once we were all kind of thrown into the deep end and everyone was told, oh, you've got to homeschool. I had quite a large network of um, mothers, whether that be from, you know, schools previously, whether that just be friends that I've grown up with who now have children. And I found that a lot of them were anxious about homeschooling. Yeah, because I mean, some people it, some people might just think this is easy and kind of maybe almost look forward to it. Others, this is an absolute nightmare. Of course, and I think one thing that you've got to um, also keep in mind is everything's easy or easier when you're made to believe that there's a there's a time frame to do it so when you're told okay the kids will be off school for three weeks you're like okay i can make a three week plan i've got this you know you pump yourself up when it gets to that three weeks and you're like okay we've got another six months it then becomes okay like how am i gonna start handling this now what am i gonna do i can no longer go with the flow this stuff's really gonna impact my children if i don't you know kind of get stuck in right so you noticed that you had a lot of women around you or parents around you Loads. who were feeling fearful. Loads, they were feeling fearful. I remember speaking to one of my friends and she was like, Seth, I know what you like with, you, with your children, you know, um, you're always out. Because I've always been one to kind of showcase what I do with my children anyway, whether that be through my um, personal Instagram or you know, just like my WhatsApp status. I do it purely for inspiration. So if I take the kids anywhere, I tend to review the places that I take them, um, you know, so that other, other mums can kind of be inspired to take their kids to similar yeah. places. And then we just help each other's community. But, so I remember speaking to one of my friends and she was like, I'm really anxious about homeschooling. I'm really anxious and I'm worried that my son's going to fall behind mm. if, you know, I don't, buckle down and I really felt it for her because I felt that she was spending most of her time 
um, worried about what she was going to do rather than just doing what she naturally does anyway. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Gosh, we put so much pressure on ourselves, don't we? And we we already have the mum guilt, the working mum guilt, the stay-at-home mum guilt, you know, all the the guilts on top of just worrying about your child now, falling behind in education. Yeah, it's a lot, isn't it? So it was that, like, I literally, you know, found out or really noticed a lot of people around me feeling that way. And I thought, you know what, Seth? This feels like something close to me. I've always been one to feel like, oh, I'm teaching or I'm inspiring, because that's kind of my background anyway. Um, And I just thought, I'm going to start sharing what I'm doing with the kids, just to motivate and inspire some mums. And if it just inspires maybe two or three mums, in my WhatsApp contacts, I'll be happy. That was my initial thought. Yeah, and, and it did. I mean, looking back on it now, what does it feel like to look back on the community you've built? It's absolutely mind-blowing. Mm. And sometimes I'm so, I just get so overwhelmed because I'll be out and, you know, just do my general shopping. Or oh, <laughs> the funniest one I've had is when I was in traffic. And we've had this lady in the car and her kids and they're all waving and they're shouting. And I'm like, is everything okay? I'm looking behind me to see if there's anything going on in the road. Like they're trying to signal me, you know, like signal to me. And she winds up in her and she goes, you guys are the homeschoolers. And I thought, look at that. And she was just like, "Um, my daughter has your journal and she loves it. And I just want to say thank you. And it was just yeah. that, like those kind of things. It's those moments, isn't it? Exactly. That makes you just think, yeah, it's all worth it. We yeah. literally started from WhatsApp videos to people saying, can you send me the lesson plan you done yesterday? Can you send me? Because I was writing at actual lesson plans, timed lesson plans. Nine o'clock, we went. Power to you, man. Wow. Yeah. And I was just sharing that. And then people were screenshotting and then I seen that they were doing the lessons the next day. And I thought, I'm gonna I'm gonna build a community. And I started the page. I remember starting the page, I think it was the twenty-eighth of April during the pandemic. So it was like just before the first of May. Yeah, we started the page and it just blew up and the community just was growing and growing and growing. And it just kind of made sense. It was inspiring my children. I hadn't seen my kids so energised, you know. And I just thought, this is something that's needed. Yeah, yeah. So before before starting the page, what was your relationship like with education? And okay. what was your kind of views on education for your own children? Okay, so I've always been, uh, you know, get your education and... What you want to do with it when you're older is kind of up to you when you get there, but definitely have it there so that you've got it as a safety net. Whereas I know that some people are more like, get your education because that's going to take you where you need to take you. I've always had an entrepreneurial kind of mindset. Um, And it's always been about business for me, building generational wealth and just breaking the cycle that I've seen growing up. You know, my grandparents from Jamaica, worked hard, but one house, that one house was everything passed down to kids, you know, and it was just too stuck, like, you know, I'm thinking, if we can do that, it means we can do more, and I've always had the mindset of generational wealth, multiplying, passing things down, and things like that, 
And I kind of, I think it was in college where I realised, okay, I see that the community that I'm from is being taught how to work for people rather than being taught how to build businesses. And since being in college, that, that kind of ethos stuck with me. And I just kind of told myself that I don't believe that I can build the generational wealth and be as influential to the world as I want to be if I just stay within what this per you know within this cap of just working this job you go home you pay your bills that kind of thing I just thought no there's more to us we've got more we've got more to give well done that's brave that's brave breaking those patterns and thinking outside that box or that what restraint yeah. that's almost put on you it's it's brave courage, yeah. yeah it's courageous so your children are in school and have always been in education yeah. right yeah. so what what is it that why do you feel the need to educate them further outside of the school system because i do believe that a lot of the things that i was taught personally at school haven't really been put to use um, for myself and I found that a lot of the you know the mindset growth the the self-development I found that a lot of that was in books that would never be found in a school so like um, life skills yes of course of course so I just felt that rather than being that parent that moans oh the school's not teaching our kids this the school's not teaching our kids that I just thought okay I'll teach them as well as what they're learning at school uh, you know, the things that I feel are important, skills that they need to take into their adulthood or, you know, just generally use anyway in their everyday lives. Mm. But I've always thought education was important, like massively important. But I just think if you want your children to know something, it's your responsibility as their parent to teach them what you'd like them to know. And what does this look like practically, day for day? You see, now, this, this is actually the, the great thing because practically it, do, it doesn't have the same structure as school. And I think mm. this is where, you know, people feel very pressured and very, um, you know, kind of forced to follow the school system. That's what we know. The school system and structure has been like that for many years. But practically you can change that. You know, as parents, we, we are we are teachers every day. We're teaching without realising. A lot of us are teaching our children things that we don't realise they're actually picking up on. Oh, so, totally. Yeah, of course. So practically, this can be anything. You might take a walk to the shop down the road and you just point out, you know, you can do, you do matchy numbers. And this is something that I speak about loads of parents. Stop thinking of, of education as sitting down at a table there's a you know there's a whiteboard or there's something that where you're saying this is the learning objective this is what you do this is what you do this is what you do no take a walk to the shop you say to i say to my toddler now who's just turned three how many cars can we see she mm. starts counting the cars what color are the cars that's her learning numbers that's her learning um colors this is every single day this is getting drilled into her and it's only you know it's only a matter of the time before she starts saying I've just seen two red cars, I've just seen yeah. two silver cars. And this is just picking up on 
life skills and also getting them to to touch things right to touch things to feel to express their emotions because i strongly believe that the school system and the structure isn't for everybody Oh, I couldn't agree more. I'm dyslexic and I had a horrible time in school. And that was being dyslexic in like the 80s when it, when it, you know, 80s, 90s, when we're not even thinking about it. You know, I was just told to try harder or my mom was like shamed for thinking that your daughter could be like a dunce almost, you know. So I totally agree. This one, this one rule fits all doesn't work. Exactly. Some children excel in this model and some get crushed. Of course. You hear it all the time. You hear people saying, oh, I'm great at coursework, but I don't want to do any exams or, you know, the the opposite way. Or I can learn something by watching a video. Or there's just so many different learning styles and it's unfair to to even rate children, um, you know, by the system that they at that school kind of says this is the way that the children will be rated and all that sort of stuff um so yeah i just think practically it it looks like anything you want it to look like do you know what What do you notice in your children confidence is a massive thing i feel like what i hear many people say to me is your children are so confident they're so Mm. confident they're so confident naturally I feel like I'm a confident person. So these are things they're learning from me, skills they're learning from me that I don't realise that I'm actually, you know, passing down to you. Confidence is huge because I just feel that when you're confident and you kind of have belief in yourself, your heart it's, it's a harder it's a harder wall to break. Totally. So, do you know what I mean? It's a harder water break. And, and, and we all know, as black women, as black people, that's going to be tested. Exactly. All the time. All the time. And I mean, it, it was the same for me, just growing up. In je- you know, in je- I was told many times that like, you can't do this, you're not going to succeed at this, you're not going to succeed at that, you're just like your older sister, you know. And... As much as things stick with you, I feel like you, you have to work on building this solid mindset. And in some sense, it's quite sad because, you know, you want everything to be all cupcakes and roses. But you have to work, work on building this solid mindset. Confidence isn't something that I feel, oh, I just naturally have. It's been a work in progress. Totally. I continue to work on it and I build myself up with. Yeah, it's almost like a muscle, isn't it? Of course, of yeah. course, yeah. of course, which has to be exercised all the time to stay, to stay totally. strong, isn't it? do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel like if, if we think of it as a muscle, I feel like kids arrive with six-packs. They yes. just are, <laughs> yes. aren't they? Of They're course. just so whole and unfiltered and fully themselves and I watch yes. my kids be fearless every day and I sit there thinking this is wild like I'm scared to do some things they're just like I'm not sure if you go trick-or-treating but I realized I was a little bit panicked like the kids really wanted to go out and I felt a bit fearful just like knocking on a random's door yeah. and like almost begging for sweets so I was just sitting there going okay but they're just like, hi, trick or treat. And, and they, they, they don't even notice it. You know, just like exactly. sometimes 
if if there's loads of mess everywhere they also don't notice it they just yes. find a way and exactly. i sit there and watch them thinking this is amazing exactly and sometimes i have to like pull myself up and you know with things like that because i'm yeah sometimes very quickly oh no don't do that oh oh don't do that yeah. and i'm just like wow you done that when your mom wasn't looking or you done that thinking that was okay yeah and you've got to be very mindful of things like that because we don't want them that's chipping away at this six pack that you know that six pack analogy that you use i, I agree yeah yeah totally and just consciously and subconsciously they're taking in how we navigate the situations how we navigate fear how we have conversations how we handle conflict how we handle compliments like they're taking it all in and and learning from it and that's their frame of reference that's how they're going to go walk through life and that's why i guess it's so important to you know also be a parent that expresses your mistakes also with, with yeah. your children so when you've gone wrong you just because there's times like i said where i start my kids from doing something and then i'm like no, you know what i'm sorry that i've done that and kind of explain i've done this because this no one wants to see their children like to generally jump at you know something like you think oh they might hurt themselves or oh don't do that they might get messy or dirty totally but i think it's us that doesn't want the mess we don't want the mess we don't want the chaos like honestly i see my children see messy toys on the floor and they just walk around it like (laughs) they're not stepping on it they're not getting leg on their feet because they just they just find a way they don't see it it's not um it's not like chaos or kind of like you know like a buzzing in their ears it's none of that they're just doesn't bother them they're kind of just open about it they, they're truly going with the flow which is amazing to see Please. so on your website um your most reviewed product is the confident kids journal why yes. do you think this has been such a such a success oh do you know what <laughs> i really really strongly believe in like the law of attraction manifestation you know, all that good stuff. And I literally poured my soul into that journal. And my children, actually. Like, I had them working on stuff, and I poured my soul into that journal. Because not only was it a project that I felt I needed when I was a young child, but I could see how beneficial the teachings were to my children. So all the compliments and all that good stuff that was coming from other people and you know towards my children I thought this is just from stuff that I teach them daily that I'm so used to doing that it's now become habit so okay let's see if this works with other children you know you're almost testing yourself and I went back and forth with the designers and making sure the content was right and just going back and forth with myself is this good enough no it could be better it could be better I just poured everything into that every single thing so I feel like with that it was almost like Seth this has to do well because I so badly want all these children to become so confident to get a taste of entrepreneurship to to love themselves so much that you know they're hard to break I wanted that I, I, I can't even say wanted I want that so badly for the younger community that mm-hmm. I maybe do more for that journal than I than I realise. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. 
Well, what is it? What is it that our children want to hear or need to hear to feel confident? Okay, so in the Confident Kids Journal, um, what, what I've done is I've actually broke down a lot of the sections. So we've got like self-love, we've got confidence, we've got being resilient, we've got, um, you know, just being loved and being appreciated, gratitude, and, you know, all these different topics. And I feel like Children like to be complimented. We see we see it every day um, within schools, within you know like youth centres, within within that community, and even with toddlers, nurseries, all that sort of stuff. You reward a child, and they will do and do and do, yeah. as long as you keep rewarding them. Can I just um, play devil's advocate? Is yeah. there any way that this can go too far? Like, can are we instilling? the wrong metric like you behave well and I'll give you a sticker rather than just behave well because it's the right thing to do and this makes the world go around and this is um, this is good etiquette I guess it yeah okay so I hear it from that perspective but I don't believe so so because it's not materialistic and it's more for mindset I don't mm-hmm. believe that can ever be um, I feel that it, it oh, how do I explain it? I feel that okay, then your mindset, there's always room for growth, there's always room to fill somebody up because emotions are something that none of us can um, deny. We all have down days, we all have days where we are feeling negative and we want to be in our feelings. And I strongly believe children are like that also. So mm-hmm. I feel there's always space to pick them back up. So rather than reward them with something materialistic or something physical that they can feel and grab, it's more rewarding than with, you're really good at that. You've done amazing. You, you should be proud of yourself for that. Um, it, it's more it's more about words and stuff. So I feel like that bank, that bank, that gratitude bank or that, you know, that self-love bank never really runs out because there's just always room and I think that's just based on us being humans and just feeling how we feel and emotions and certain things get us down and there's always room to be picked back up so I feel if it was physical then of course I would say yeah exactly what you said you know (laughs) rewarding could actually go too far but Mm -hmm. I feel when it's like mental rewards it's Mm -hmm. just needed and I'm like a strong advocate of that because I do that with my You know, my in fact, my toddler doesn't always, she doesn't stick to the rules, let's, let's just face it. She doesn't <laughs> stick to the rules. So there'd be times where she'd do something and I'd reward her. You know, oh, you've done amazing, I'd praise her. But she wouldn't actually respond to that praise in a way that I would think she would. So she might just do something that's, you know, she might just play off straight after or, you know, do something where I think, oh, Oh, I thought she was feeling good because I've just told her how amazing she was. And I felt it's just, you kind of just got to work with them. You give when you can um, and you kind of leave them when you need to. Do you notice a difference in your three children of how they do take praise? Like, do some, like, do they, is there like a, a praise love language? Yeah. Like, do some of them. Do you? Is is that a thing? That is a massive, massive thing. I was just thinking about when you were saying your daughter, you congratulated and it didn't didn't land like you thought it was going to land. Yeah. 
yeah, there's a ma- there's a massive difference, um, and I find that with like the children with with basically every area of everything, they they actually have different love languages. Whereas I feel like my middle my middle daughter, um, she needs to be told. She wants to hear the words. She wants to hear. I am proud of you. You've done amazing. You've done yeah. excellent. Whereas my son is more like, give me a hug. Tell me you're proud of me. And that's it. I'll keep what you've told me for weeks on end until I do something else that I think someone deserving. Whereas my daughter's like, I've just made this. Okay, that's amazing. Or, oh, that looks lovely. Oh, just lovely. Are you not proud of me? Are you like this? You know what I mean? So they all have different um, love languages. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I think it's beautiful. And I think it's really important to to be aware of that difference especially if you have multiple children yes you know again that one rule doesn't fit all what works for one child or what or how one child takes information takes in praise and and hears positivity could be completely different to another child so it's important when you're trying to work out what makes them ticks and, and how they respond and like why you're getting these reactions that you know maybe yeah. don't make sense to you yeah. but it's because they can't hear it or they're not hearing it exactly. Or, yeah exactly. they just are asking for you to say well done but you're not yeah. saying it in a language they can understand exactly exactly that nice it's nice. a beautiful thing yeah it is and, and i just think it's brilliant that you've you've observed that and kind of and are putting in action that's great to see because i can imagine just how much not saying it's ever easy, but how much yeah. easier it can make it just to understand everyone's mechanisms. Of course. You see, I've actually done, you know, like the love language test. I've yeah. actually done something similar um, with my children. Thank you. Yeah. Nice. Um, just to understand what type of um, love, like I said, all the children are different. Some people feel loved by a touch, some people feel loved by a positive words, you know, words of affirmation, um, you know, different things. I, have you actually done the love languages? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just understanding that. For the, I was asking them questions and I asked them different questions, but it's, it's exciting to see and interesting to see how they actually answer them because there's, there's actually ways that I guess I've been expressing love using that notion of one fits all, come on, you know, hugs and kisses before bed because that's what I want to do, this is showing my affection, this is letting the kids know that I love them. Yeah. Whereas, and you how know, you like to be loved yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas it might not be the same for them. So, in fact, doing that that kind of test stemmed to me having separate days out with my children. I love those and one-to-one dates. Yeah. Love it one-to-one i was so i used to be so against that no one-to-one date you take one charge you've got to take them all yeah um, it's nice to have that one-to-one time it is it's absolutely beautiful and i think it does so much for them and as individuals and kind of you know urges them to kind of live in their individuality and be unapologetic with it yeah do they get to choose what you do yeah that's great. <laughs> and, and how often do you do them? Um, so I give them, I, I try and do it like once a month, but sometimes that's just not realistic. So I definitely do it in the term times from school. So we just had a last holiday. And you know when you're just sometimes not in the mood, I'm like, oh, I'm drained. 
I just want to take you to the cinema so I ain't doing anything active. And my son was like not having it. He's like, Mom, <laughs> I want to go laser quest. I want to go. Mommy out. trying to phone it in. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I want to do this, I want to do that. When the day was over, you know, like, the happiness is oh. you can't pay for that, it's priceless. You can't pay for it and you don't know it's it's you can't put yeah, <laughs> gonna say what you said, you can't put a price on it, but yeah. in every way. And we don't know what that does to development, to exactly. every inch of his soul. I can imagine the goodness of that. Exactly. Can I just ask um, a completely random question, just yeah. a bit off topic, but something that comes up for me, and I know you do a lot. So just wondering, mum guilt, does that come up for you? A lot. And Yeah, and how, how do you handle it? Believe it or not, I'm actually quite bad at handling it. <laughs> um, I don't think I have that. You know, a lot of things I feel really confident in me. Oh, I've got this in the bag. I can do this. Mom, girl, I just can't do it. Um, it's so powerful. Yeah. Like, working makes you feel bad. And, like, working makes you feel bad. It's having time in it all makes you feel bad. My my middle daughter um, has this this thing that she does. Mom, going to work again? Oh God! I was like, babe, I was just off for a week. Like I spent every day with you for a week. Yeah. <laughs> One whole week. Like I've got a goal so that I can have weeks off with you. Um, and it's just I don't have it in the bag. I sometimes deal with it really bad. Like in fact, recently I had a bit of a cry. I was just like. Okay, you know when you, you kind of plan to do something for yourself. Um I started this whole, oh, every month I'm gonna do I'm gonna have a, a me day, I'm gonna do I things I enjoy, I'm yeah. gonna spend some time on myself and my one day, whole day. Yeah. Wow. My me day came around and the kids were just like, Okay, are we gonna go now? Oh, but your kids ain't there, they'll be bored. You know, I ended up keeping them. And, you know, we ended up watching a movie and stuff like that. It got to the night, I was so drained, I was so... And I thought to myself, Seth, you didn't even wash your hair. Yes. And, do you know what I mean? Yes. That was just something yeah. that I wanted to do for me. And the girl yeah. got the better of me. I, I've, I've been in exactly the same position where... I've got two children, I've got up and like got into a task, like let's make pancakes, let's put like food colour in the pancakes, yeah. got into it, one thing led to another. By the end of the day, I, I went for a wee and I saw I had my like boxer shorts on, which is what I went to bed. <laughs> and then at that stage, I realised I had had a shower. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, yeah. wow. But But the kids yes. had a great day and... I, I hear you. Just going back to your um, your me days, do you, I know that time didn't work, but do you usually schedule them in? Like yes. you put them in the diary and yeah. everybody in the family knows. Everyone knows. The kids have, I treat it so seriously. The kids have, you know, babies get sorted out. They're going from this time to that time. I schedule in the things that I want to do. And sometimes the things are absolutely nothing. Yeah. So, my me day, you know, I've had me days where I've literally, I've just greased my hair, or, yeah. you know, oiled my, like washed my hair. But you're taking sorry. it seriously, like, like, like yeah. a proper grease. I know what yeah. you mean. 
Yeah. And then I've just sat down and done nothing, you know, maybe binged, watched a bit, like binged a, a good series on Netflix. Mm. And felt really good about it. Um, mm. You know, but I do have to schedule them, schedule them in. But nice. what I have noticed also is that I'm very, um, I can very easily reschedule my meet day. And I think that's something yeah. that I need to kind of not do anymore. Yeah. But I bet when you come, when you walk through the door after your meet day, yeah. you're a better mum. Yeah. Yeah, wholeheartedly. You're a better mum. You've got space. You can think. You're not exactly. on, on the edge. You've exactly. got you've got space. Exactly. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Confidence is such a big thing throughout everything you do. And to anybody listening who, you know, when it just feels so overwhelming, everything feels like you're in sludge and you can't move when your confidence is just rock bottom, you're on the bathroom floor, what would you like to say to those mums and any of those mums who are worried about their child's confidence? I feel like for the mums, definitely, I would say, be in your moment, be in your sadness, but don't stay there and know that everything you've done up to that point of feeling, you know, like you're saying, bathroom floor, because I have been there for days, for days yeah, and days. Yeah. Just yeah. know, like, as a mom, just know that everything you're doing is enough. Um, everything you're doing is enough. Um, and it might, you never know what it's going to take to pick you back up. It might be having good people around you, it might be watching something you enjoy on TV, it might be eating nice food, but you know, you know, like getting your fitness back up to the level that you want it. It could be letting go of a relationship that you're holding on to. It could be letting go of something and it could be painful to do. But then from from you know from that rock bottom grows this beautiful flower. Do you know what I mean? Grows this beautiful flower. Um, and your confidence comes and your confidence goes. As confident as I am, it's up and down. It's up and down. And be content with knowing that that's just life. Those sorts of things happen. You, you, you're never going to stay up. In fact, you don't want to be up there all the time. No, you, you can't to, maintain that. Exactly. You want to feel. So just know, be content with knowing that, okay, these couple of months not, might, not, might not be my season. But always having a reminder of what it felt like um, or, you know, what it felt like to be in that good space and that good time. Me, personally, I keep a lot of videos and, and I, I journal a lot. Because um, I don't know if you know that before the journal, I've released um, a couple of books as well. But I journal, I journal a lot anyway. So when I'm feeling fantastic... I need to write it down or make a video on my phone, a funny video, or, oh my gosh, yeah, I feel amazing, I look good, all this sort of stuff. Um, so that when I am feeling down, and you know, you just scroll through your phone and I pass oh, this video. Oh, that's really nice, just a little love note yeah, to yourself. of course. I write letters to myself all the time. Um, definitely every year on my birthday, a letter to myself, every single year. Because trust me, you will look back. I've looked back to that letter, and I've... I had a look back at letters that I've 
you know, previously written, maybe just December, just gone. It hasn't even been a whole year. Mm. Um, Are these physical letters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are I'm you? Like, and yeah. will you just keep them and just look, look back I keep them in my drawer. I keep them in my drawer. Some of them I actually write open dates on, and I never actually know when, um, you know, when I'm going to open them. Some are open late because it goes past the date. But I keep, I, because I add to the drawer so much, um, I always, I'm always conscious of these letters. It's, it's, I know the drawer's there. I know it's there. There's letters in the drawer. Oh, let me have a read of this. And then... I just can't believe the woman that I was, you know, when you're in the space and you're like, I can't believe I was feeling like that. I feel completely yeah. different now. And yeah. that's always nice. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah. And I feel like in regards to children with confidence, this can be really heartbreaking um, as a parent because I have loads, even more now because of the homeschoolers, just loads of parents coming to me. What can I do to help my child's confidence? It, yeah, it's heartbreaking because you want to help. Obviously, yeah. you love your child. It's hard to see your baby hurting. Exactly. But finding the best way to help without smothering, without making it worse. Exactly. You know, you can kind of compound it. Exactly that. Because I would say, like, um, some, some parents know exactly what their child's not confident with. Um, I have a little friend who has, you know, she's um, mixed. And she has her daughter. Um, he's darker skinned than her and mm. she's saying her daughter's struggling because the school that she goes to she can't identify with anyone's her teachers um, mm. you know, she's the only one in her class um, and she was just like how can I help her hair's different to mine and all that sort of stuff and I'm like look you've just you've got to try everything you can try because there's times when I feel like I've kind of failed because I can't provide the answers to these moments, whether it's scenarios that I've never heard of or scenarios where I've, I haven't been in that situation. So you can only suggest and try, but what I would say is don't overdo it. So if you if you're if you know exactly what your children are not confident with, don't keep pushing that. Um, find their strengths. Mm, and start celebrate that. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly that. Really nice, really nice advice. Thank you. I've got some gems here for me. I'm adopting that letter thing right away. And a me day, that is genius doing that as well. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for sharing so openly. Really Really appreciate the time. Thank you. Thank you so much. Dope Black Moms. If you'd like to join the Dope Black Mums private Facebook group, please search Dope Black Mums on Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Please follow on all socials at Dope Black Mums. Thanks so much for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.